0: The Reality Is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Kelly Pafer I may be from Down Under, but don't ever underestimate me. Richie D. If you can't be cool, you can't be with Caduce. Megan Shaw. I may be a mom. But I'll never be your model minority Becca Simon It gets icy where I'm from So you know I'll bring the heat Jill Hirsch Your petty drama can't take this warrior down Jamie Allrunner Where I come from, we're known for our great lakes, But I'm just known for my great ass Sarah Gibbs. You may not like the cut of my jib, but that's what you get from Sarah Gibbs. Maria M. Where I'm from, they sing God Save the Queen. So I guess you can call me a god, Jill Walsh. I made it up this hill myself, and I'll kick any jack off. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and you're not even on my payroll. John Friedman. Diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is Sarah Watskins Billstein. Playtime is over. This mama means business. Laura Zelinsky. Whether it's breast pumping or fist pumping, this Jersey girl brings the party. Amanda Agosti. Everything is bigger in Texas and my heart is no exception. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can ever take you down. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets and I get it all. Adedocum. In it may look like I'm stirring the pot, but I'm actually just smoking it. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back and also my unsolicited opinion. Ideal Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Trinity Supermania. I have four degrees and eight syllables and zero fucks to give. Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of yours. Via Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shame. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, cause I'm nobody's fool. Brianna Tony. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. And lastly, Tanisha. While others are turning tables, I'm dancing on them. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? the reality is um last episode i talked about releasing an episode i think i just said episode like 18 times last time we talked i talked about releasing an episode covering beverly hills in new jersey and i did just finally get around to watching it um but it feels awkward to be like dropping it in the middle of the week from when it last aired so the new New Jersey episode is going to be out on Wednesday I believe the third part of the reunion and then Beverly Hills is Thursday hear me out I'm thinking out loud so I'm going to release the Beverly Hills and New Jersey recap from last week on Tuesday or maybe Wednesday morning (laughs) It's it's coming, okay? I promise. I promise it's coming. But today, I'm talking about last night's House of Atlanta. I'm dropping this episode right now. It's going to be a little baby episode. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be recapping Summer House and uh, what was it? Oh, Love Match Atlanta. So um, that's what's happening this week. And then eventually, I will get caught up and we'll get back to the regular programming of Wednesdays and Saturdays, but I just am a um, psychopath. And I want to make sure that I'm covering all the shows that I watched uh, this week. So let's talk about Atlanta. Atlanta was so good. Every episode so far, I know it's only been three episodes, but every episode is just so good. It's just so good. Uh, It is Kenya's daughter's third birthday. Okay. She's planning a tea party for little Brooklyn. It's very exciting. Kenya as a mother is always lovely because of all the shit that she didn't get when she was a kid, you know? Um, and I just, I love seeing it. Um, Sheree goes to the gym with Marlo and Marlo works out for about anywhere between 18 to 20 seconds at a time. The trainer apparently knows Marlo and I just love the fact that this is the realest workout session I've ever seen on Bravo. Like <laughs> the trainer was like, oh, hey, Marlo, nice to see you. And Marlo's like, I'm going to work out for 10 seconds. And then the trainer immediately is like, you know what? I'm just going to let you guys talk. And I just loved it because that's so much realer than the other shows we get. We always get like, you know, some workout scene and then the trainer is like, okay, guys, I'm just going to give you guys a minute to stretch and you guys can chat. And in this one, they were like, the guy was like, not even fucking around. He's like, work out or don't work out or talk. I don't give a shit. I'm out of here. But anyway, they're talking about parenting. Marla's, you know, looking for some advice and Sheree does tell her, you know, it's hard raising kids and all that stuff and marlo says that she and the nephew michael are going to be taking acting lessons because marlo is an actress okay you should check her IBSMD because it is full of credits okay sheree is upset that she is finding out from marlo that everybody is talking about the assistant So basically, Marlo brings up this thing about Anthony, the assistant, who's been telling everyone that Sheree apparently did not pay him. And Sheree is now mostly upset at Candy because let's talk about the game of telephone, right? Candy told Kenya, Kenya told Sheree, Candy told Kenya, Kenya told Marlo, and then Marlo told Sheree. I'm not sure how Marlo found out. Or maybe Candy told Marlo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Candy was in full green makeup, unexplained talk to Marlo. Marlo is now talking to Shreya about it. So they talk about all this stuff. And again, Shreya is like, look, Drew has more important things to worry about than me and who I'm paying. They talk a little bit about the shade between Marlo and Kenya, the invitations. Marlo says her daughter's invitation was a text message. And Kenya obviously dogged on Marlo's invitation of the beautiful woman in a gown with a laptop. And Of course, the White Fridge, Lisa Ray's Range Rover, Rolls Royce, Bentley, Maserati. I can't remember. Marlo says it's fine. She doesn't care. She loves Brooklyn. She's going to go to the party, obviously. Candy is at home or in her office or somewhere, and she's having a Zoom call about her Broadway show, and (laughs) she's talking to this guy, and they do like a very, very very obvious ADR where they like have clearly recorded it later but they're like showing the guy <laughs> the guy on the zoom and you just hear Aunt you just hear candy go oh and I invited the girls to come see the show so obviously we saw in the previews they're going to New York next week but candy is busy okay she is acting she is very busy and booked okay and then Todd comes in and he is evidently Neither busy nor booked, okay? And then he comes in, he's just complaining. Todd is just complaining. He's in his hoodie, he is bumming it, and he's just complaining. He's complaining that he's not getting enough sex. He's complaining that he's not included in projects with Candy. He says, you have projects, and then Candy points out, you have projects that I'm not included in. And they're having this conversation that seems pretty personal. but like then we find out that the guy that she was talking about talking to on Zoom about her Broadway show is still there which is um a choice but Todd he says that the reason why he didn't put Candy's name on pro- on the project that he's working on now is because you know he feels like it's always about Candy well yeah Todd it's <laughs> You have to put Candy's name on things because people know who she is. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Most of the time I cannot remember her name his name. I'm like Candy's husband. I don't remember Todd's name. I sometimes think it's like Chad or like Doug, but I never remember Todd. <laughs> the only time I can I have to play in my mind Aunt Bertha saying maybe Todd set this up with the bullshit or whatever. I have to play that clip in my mind to remember that his name is Todd because I don't know who Todd is. Don't nobody know who Todd is, okay? Then they talk about, uh, yeah, just like being more involved with each other. It's so so ridiculous. Okay, Todd, get out of here. Scram. Drew and Anthony, the super duper extra assistant, this mess of a human, are shopping for Kenya's baby and they are just doing too much. Like it's so ridiculous drew is shopping for kenya's baby and she starts talking shit about sheree on camera for no reason at all she says that sheree was weird when she met her and drew uh sorry her and what the hell is her husband's name ralph when sheree met ralph and drew at the La archive event she says that sheree was shady she wasn't she was perfectly lovely And it's very clear that Drew is bringing this up so that Anthony gets a chance to spill the tea about her. And he just does the most. He says that Anthony and the streets know that Sheree don't pay. And she keeps saying, I'm not trying to be messy, but I'm just saying Anthony said it. Bitch, like we've, we get it. You watch the show. We all watch the show. We know what you're doing. You're not very good at pretending like you don't know how this is all played out. It's just super annoying. But anyway, in the midst of all this, Drew gets a call from Sonia, who is sobbing because she's been in a car wreck with a semi. It's a a turn I was not expecting. So they go to to pick her up. And Anthony's only concern is that there's no time for tacos. (laughs) This man. They, uh, They go get her and she's fine. It's all good. Sonia is safe. Uh, we got like in the interstitials, like Sheree getting a call from Tyrone, and it's sort of alluded that they're going to try to meet up in New York. We find out that Sonia's husband, Ross, was not around when, he, when she had her car wreck because he was in Texas where he has a business called Ross Elite. It's a chauffeur service. So he's been building that up, and I hope we get to see more about that. Um, and also, side note, Ross is so hot. Then we finally get to Brooklyn's birthday party okay, this birthday party is a lot, but I want to talk for a moment about a birthday party I just attended. And it's just generally the topic of conversation right now is children's birthday parties. I have two kids. They're eight and five. And uh, planning their birthday and then attending their birthday party and attending their friends birthday parties is the bane of my existence and I can't stand it. Okay, I cannot stand I cannot stand kids birthday parties at all. Even later on in that scene where they're all like sitting around the adult table playing their shady games, all you hear in the background is children screaming. It's horrible. I just attended a birthday, so the reason why the podcast like episode schedule is all messed up is because I was away. I was in Mexico and I was in Mexico for a first birthday party. That's right. It was a destination birthday party for a one-year-old. And it was absolutely fucking fabulous, guys. It was so nice. It was so nice that I think I'm going to try to copy exactly that birthday party for myself when I turn 40. Um, And similarly, Brooklyn's birthday party looks lovely. And I'd love for somebody to throw me that when I turn 37 later this year in August. Uh, Kenya says that Brooklyn will never forget the party because that's why she's doing it. But I just, I want her to know that Brooklyn will immediately, definitely forget that this party has even happened. Um, People are over an hour late. Sheree comes first and immediately we know that Sheree and Drew are going to have some words about the assistant. And Kenya says, hey, like, mm, you know, like maybe don't right now, like not right away, but maybe later. We get a wild confessional look from Sheree that took me out immediately. I do full jump scare. She looks like Elvira. It's it's a choice. I was like, were you going to Candy's Halloween photo shoot too? What is this? Um Drew wears Kenya's old dress. It's that weird, like tool tissue toilet paper dress. Like I think I think Erica has a version of it. And obviously we see Kenya had a version of it at one of Brooklyn's old birthday parties and I just want to say that the dress is hideous okay but in white it looks especially hideous it looks like a toilet paper dress that you would make at like a bridal shower okay it's hideous and Drew looks absurd in it we get some snippets at this party of Ralph and Drew's continued toxic relationship we find out that apparently they've been not sleeping in the same room and that Drew uh i don't know there's something about going to lions and long islands and receipts i don't know it's a mess but there's a lot of disaster between those two and i again don't understand why these people are on television anyway a bunch of white women show up sign waivers and are aware that they're at a housewives filming which is really important to note because of what happens later on um Brooklyn is supposed to be getting a grand entrance, but of course, Candy walks in with Blaze instead because Candy's always late. And you know what? I've been to events where that has happened. I've been to weddings where that has happened, okay? Late people, us people of color, we do not arrive on time. And this type of snafu has happened at more events than I would care to admit. Um, Brooklyn shows up, her outfit is very cute. She's again not gonna remember a thing, but good for Kenya. They're playing like a little cute tea time game. Apparently the game is called What's the Best Tea? And even Candy is like, at a kid's party? Why are we playing this game? They show snippets of the party and I just loved seeing Marlo sitting with the babies, teaching them how to sip tea the right way, not the getaway. Um, and you could just tell Kenya's face, like she's like so thrilled to be playing these stupid ass games at this party. I just want to say, I don't ever want to be quizzed about my friend's child. Okay. I don't, not a three-year-old, not a 16-year-old, not a third-year-old. I don't care. Okay. I don't care to be quizzed about your child. What a weird amount of press. I would never know that information. And did they win a prize? What was the point? What was it? um anyway then they play this shady tea game and um neo's ex-baby mama or baby mama ex-wife girlfriend whoever moneta is just auditioning to be on the show because she talks about her boobs or something and then candy finally picks one of the bags of tea or whatever begrudgingly she says all right i guess i'll pick this one and then immediately says candy suck dick in locker room and it cuts to commercial, but before it cuts to commercial, you hear Moneta in the background say, who said that? I said, okay, ma'am, calm down, okay? Do less. Do less, Moneda. Okay, we get it. You want to be on the show. You have a decent storyline you might be a friend of. I don't know. Not a storyline. You have a decent background that you you could be on the show, but just chill out, man. Do less. Anyway, Candy says she has never in her life ever, ever, ever sucked a dick in a locker room and Sheree says, Candy's probably sucked a dick in a locker room. She's sucked a dick everywhere else. Who cares? No one owns it and the best is that Kenya moves on because she she says to Candy, Candy's trying to figure out who said it and Kenya just moves on and says, you know what? We have to move on because you were late. <laughs> what? <laughs> what <laughs> that's a pretty big accusation about a person then you're just like look we're not gonna get to the bottom of this because you showed up late to the party i love kenya <laughs> anyway the next T is that marlos the archive website doesn't work and i just i want to point out that Marlo is the word order weird and i don't know if this is just like a an accent thing like maybe it's just like where she's from but she keeps saying like you don't go on the website to o- older it or something I don't know you just notice the way she says order it's very weird and then now I'm saying the word order and I'm like am I saying it correctly order order now I sound like Teresa talking about her daughters like <laughs> anyway this gets into a ca- Kenya Marlowe back and forth about car ownership and Lisa Ray and a used Rolls Royce Roy- <laughs> Rolls Royce and it reminds me again of the babbling fight in South Africa between Sheree and <laughs> between Sheree and Marlowe, because the core of that fight, like it started about something about you don't own your car. You have a lease. <laughs> again, this is a similar thing. You have a used Rolls Royce. It, it's still a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares if it's used? Maybe she got it on Carvana. Carvana, great deals. We're not sponsored by them, but if you'd like to uh, give us an ad, I'll read it because I believe Carvana is a great service. Anyway, (laughs) the fight is so ridiculous. Anyway, they move on from it fairly quickly. (laughs) And then it gets to the next set of tea, which is someone doesn't pay their assistant. And obviously Drew immediately owns up that she wrote it. And I just love when Sheree's voice goes high-pitched. I just love it because you know that she's upset when the voice goes higher and higher and sheree says at this point that anthony has never been her assistant but wasn't it last episode that she was sitting with kenya and she said she had used anthony here and there but didn't like working with him because he liked to talk so much shit about everybody hmm hmm drew says (laughs) she she's just It's so annoying because the way that Drew comes at Sheree for defending herself, it reminded me that Drew plays the same game with the women that Ralph plays with her because she says something annoying and Sheree, when she's defending herself, Drew keeps interrupting and when Sheree can't get a word in, Drew says, why are you so turned turned up? And I can 100% see that this is likely what happens between Drew and Ralph. Ralph probably treats Drew the way that Drew then goes to treat the other women. You can tell. You can tell that she takes all of her aggression that she had it's against her man, she puts it towards the other women. But anyway, they're going back and forth about who said what and why why Anthony the assistant is talking so much shit. And someone on the side named Fatoum or Fatoum pipes up and says, "Isn't that the assistant? Isn't Anthony the guy who said your husband was gay?" And Sheree immediately shuts it down. She does does not want any of this to be said. But the friend says, he was trying to come around and he was harassing you about being around and didn't you not want him to come around because he was saying that her husband is gay? And Sheree immediately is like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about this. Don't say that. Shush, shush, shush. Now, did Sheree actually mean to shush, shush, shush? Or was she just trying to clean up and not be the bad guy? Nobody knows. But regardless, she doesn't want to have any part of this. And Drew says, what you're not going to do is talk about my husband. And this was interesting because suddenly Jamie, the white woman who, again, signed a waiver and ate a meal, decides that gay husband rumors is where she draws the line. Okay. Earlier, the dick sucking in the locker room. That's fine. We can talk about that. But gay husband, no, 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 no. Woman sucking dick, fine. Man sucking dick, no. We're not going to do that. And she gets super upset. She <laughs> leaves. Kenya's like, let me go deal with this. And Marlo says, let that lady go with her baby. <laughs> Marlo is delightful. Anyway, goes back to Sheree and Drew. And traces. says, Drew, you're a ditzy bitch. Okay, you're a ditzy bitch. And Drew's getting all hopped up and Candy says, look, we're just trying to help you out and tell you that basically this assistant is not to be believed because he's spreading all kinds of shit about people. And Candy's like, I get that you're upset with him saying, I think she's addressing Sheree. She says, I get that you're upset with him saying stuff about your business, but but Drew, I'd be more upset if he said that shit about my husband. And now Drew says something like, I know, I know. I did take what he said to heart and that's why he's on probation. And Candy says, (laughs) I love Candy's uh, flabbergasted voice. She says, probation? Did you hear what he said about your husband? And everyone is like, did you hear what he said about your husband? And Drew says, wait, what did he say about my husband? I didn't hear that Anthony said that. You guys. You guys. Is Drew okay? What is happening in her head? I do not understand. I cannot understand this woman. I don't understand what she's doing on this show. I don't understand how her brain works. I don't understand if she's not listening. It it also reminded me of like last season when that whole thing happened with Prophet Lot, Where she had to cancel her daughter's christening or something because or baptism because prophet lot was possibly hooking up with or talking to latoya or toya i can't remember her name and drew blamed it on toya it was this is this is like a similar kind of i'm not sure i understand the processes in your head drew almost feels to me like a person who would enter a conversation where half of the conversation happened in her head, but she expects you to know that part that happened in her head. You know what I mean? And I was very confused, but Sheree is right. Drew really is a ditzy bitch. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And then Drew has the nerve to say, well, if you guys think I should have talked to Sheree directly about the him not being paid thing, then Sheree should have talked to me directly. And everyone's like... Hey, that's not the point, stupid. That's not that's not the point. And I had to point out, Drew is smirking the whole time. You guys, she's smirking the whole time. And I don't know if that smirk is from a secondhand embarrassment or that smirk is from my point of bringing up this Anthony stuff was just so that I could drag Sheree and have a fight with the with the beloved Sheree, and you know have a plot or whatever, or a storyline on the season. Because last year she came on and her fight was with Candy, right? And this year she came on and her fight is with Sheree for no particular reason. Like Sheree has not done anything to her at all. But I think that she is aware that in order to stay on the show, this is the kind of ditzy bitch shit that she needs to do. But she's smirking the whole time. Like, I just get the sense that she's super phony. Anyway, they suddenly, they sing happy birthday to Brooklyn while kids are crying. And I just have to say again, I hate it. I don't want to watch kids' birthday parties. I've been to enough kids' birthday parties and I just hate it. But to Kenya, it's a success. The party's wrapping up and Drew suddenly takes a moment to tell everybody that the rumor about Ralph is worse than the rumor about Sheree not paying her assistance. Yeah, Drew we know but for some reason she's mad at Sheree about it like I guess in her head she thinks if you know in her head she thinks that Sheree is mad at her because Sheree didn't wasn't told directly by Drew instead Drew was talking shit with the assistant right she thinks that that's what Sheree's mad at no Sheree is mad at the fact that you're even bringing this guy around on camera to talk about this shit but what they're trying to say is, yeah, the same guy that you're bringing on camera talking about somebody not getting paid is the guy who's spreading rumor that your husband is gay. So this, maybe this guy isn't the one that you really want around. But Drew doesn't understand that. I don't quite understand what Drew thinks. And I do want to take a moment to talk about um, gay rumors or rumors about one's sexuality. I think it's always fucked up. I think it's always inappropriate. I don't. I don't particularly like it. I'm not sure what the purpose of it is supposed to be. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a level of embarrassment for the wife that her husband is gay, or if it's just a matter of he's all he's cheating on you, and he might be cheating on you with anyone, right? A man or a female. Like, so I don't know. I don't under- I don't quite understand what the purpose of rumors like that is supposed to be besides to out someone's sexuality, which i I feel like is not anyone's business, but it's especially shocking that uh, Anthony, who I'm assuming is queer uh and apologies if he's not, but I'm assuming he's queer, is the one that is spreading rumors about another man like a uh, another potentially closeted queer man. I don't know the whole thing is a mess. But regardless, Drew isn't mad at Anthony. She is mad at Sheree because I think because I think that she thinks she really thought she did something with this stuff, but instead she got got a little bit, you know. And you could tell that Drew is a fan because of the way she gets in Sheree's face, right? The way she waves her hands in Sheree's face, like you could tell she's watched the show before because that is a Sheree move. What she did. And then at the end, she has the balls to say, I was just talking with my hands. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, she is playing the same exact game with these women that Ralph plays with her. That's what she's doing. She's like a weird, God, she's like a, she's weird. She's a weird, phony person. And I don't trust anything about her. But I do want to continue watching her because apparently next week her husband does some dumb shit again and if the result of this is not she's getting a divorce then i have to believe that this person is just doing all of this for camera i mean i think it was cara berry on her podcast did pull up uh drew's ibsmd and i think that she has been working a little bit but i don't think that i don't know i don't i, I would hope that this is not the route that she's taking to like pay her bills i guess I mean if you're an actress i don't think that this is necessarily something you want to be doing but who, who am i who am i to say anything you know um well that's it i told you guys this is going to be a little mini update um the next episode will be uh summer house and the uh matchmaker I, i'm gonna get the name right love match atlanta and Uh, later on this week I'm also before the new episodes for Jersey and Beverly Hills I will also be dropping the Jersey and Beverly Hills recaps from last week so I will talk to you then thank you for listening bye